Hi everyone, welcome to the Sky Now. This is an astrology podcast during which we look at planetary placements, influences, and events. I'm Duncan, and I'm coming to you from my studio, Tarot de Soleil, here in Milan, Montreal, a place where I do astrology and tarot sessions for people live in person and via Zoom for folks out there in the greater world. How are you guys doing? Enjoying your summer? Here in the often frozen north, summer holds vital restorative properties, both for the land and for its people. We really need the summer here. Uh, of course, you know, our, our country, uh, most of the people live in a small belt along the, uh, along the border with the United States. Well, you know, a lot of this country is simply uninhabitable and really wasn't inhabited um, uh, over history. Um, of course, we've also got, you know, a really rough fire, uh, wildfire season, and that's, uh, that's causing problems for po- uh, folks living up north and, uh, and people living in cities, too, and south of the border. Hopefully we get enough rain to keep the fires at uh, uh, under reasonable control. And hopefully, you know, we start moving uh, our, you know, making the kinds of choices that will uh, reverse climate change uh, in the future. The sun is now in its last seven days, uh, in the last seven days of its journey through cancer for 2023. And there's a new moon in cancer today. It's a very cancer time. This is actually the most cancer time of cancer season when you think about it. Cancer takes us to the realm of feeling and emotion. Um, you know, meditations that would be useful now are, you know, what feelings about your relationship life have formed over the previous three weeks? So what feelings about your bigger picture, you know, family journey have formed? What do you intuitively know now that you did not know before? Has there been internal emotional healing over the past year of your journey? Are some things in a better place now? Certainly for me, I would, I would say yes. You know, so I'm still, you know, sorting through family stuff. Um, but I think I'm at a, you know, a place that I feel better about things myself and I can be more, you know, even more compassionate towards, uh, you know, my parents and the, and the situations that, uh, uh, were predominant during my, uh, conditions that were predominant during my youth. Um, so yes, are some things in a better place now? Do you feel better? And I mean, really, that's why we want to reconcile the past so we can feel better in the present and the future. Are you able to feel more compassion both towards yourself and, you know, toward others? Decan 3 of Cancer Season affords us the opportunity to inventory our inner emotional landscape and to process what we found. Now, the new moon in Cancer is a time to take what awareness you have discovered and to plant the seeds of your new emotional needs, desires, and dreams. Um... I walked up to my grove in the woods on the mountain last week, and I found the altar that I'd set up at Solstice was gone, completely gone. I'd say I was angry. I was maybe more disappointed. I suppose I also shouldn't have been surprised. You know, maybe it was teenagers who thought that, you know, the elements of the altar would be cool, witchy things to bring home. More likely, though, it was some judgy adult with a, oh, we can't have this here kind of mindset, whether based in religion or some other form of, form of sanctimonious righteousness. You know, and by the way, there was nothing any reasonable, open-minded, and respectful person would have found troublesome there. And there's a photo of uh, the altar that I took uh, on Solstice um, on, my fa- on my Instagram, if you want to take a look for yourself there. You know, it's sad that people feel so comfortable desecrating someone else's non-mainstream spiritual space. 
Of course, religious, religions in America and Europe were persecuting and killing folks who practiced the sort of spirituality I practice a, merely, a mere couple of hundred years ago. And religions still persecute versions of it uh, in other parts of the world today. You know, I what I practice is a nature-based form of spirituality that people have, you know, practiced. I mean, nature-based spirituality is something people have practiced in time immemorial. Um, uh, and I practice a version that was practiced in Europe and Great Britain hundreds of years ago in the pre-Christian, pre-Islamic, because Islam, you know, had a strong presence in Southern Europe um, in the Dark Ages and the Middle Ages. Um uh, you know, so I'm, I'm going back to pre-Christian, pre-Islamic uh, uh, pagan times. Nature, spirit, the four elements, the four seasons, and energy-based elemental magic are core components of my particular version of it. You know, crows and ravens hold a special sacred meaning for me. You know, the travelers through the veil that they are. Uh, these birds have long been tied to pagan Western European spiritual paradigms, as have wolves. Odin's crows, for example, you know, are, are figures in ancient Viking lore. Um, I believe that we all have a sacred spiritual duty to contribute to the well-being of our community and to work toward making the world around us a better place than it was when we were born into it. And I certainly do my best, you know, uh, to that end in uh, my day-to-day -day life. I treat others with consideration and respect, and consideration and respect is what I would hope to receive from others in return. The spirituality I practice is inclusive and caring. It's not sanctimonious and judging. Uh, it, I mean, there are, you know, certain standards, definitely, but uh, it, 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 does, you know, it doesn't encourage the elevating of self over others over some perceived morality, quote unquote, morality issue based on some concept of so-called sin. It is this, you know, and it is a spirituality that has always seen male energy and female energy to be equal and balanced. Uh, it is not patriarchal. The patriarchy is a religious construct. Um, again, in the Garden of Eden, if you're on the, if we're talking the Abrahamic tree, the, you know, Judaic, uh, Christian, and Islamic uh, collection of religions. Um, inclusiveness, caring, compassion, and equality are core elements of any spiritual way of being. And of course, being spiritual is not the same as being religious. Now, some religious people can be spiritually too, spiritual too, others not so much. Thoughts and energies from my ritual altar and my magical being for the lesbian, gay, bi, and trans people of Uganda who live in a country where it is now punishable by life in prison or even death to simply be themselves. Uh, thoughts and energies for the LGBTQ plus folks in other parts of Africa and the Middle East and Russia and China and other parts of the world who face persecution from their government, from religious leaders or groups in their country. And, you know, increasingly so, and sadly, uh, the religious fundamentalists here in, uh, you know, uh, both uh, Christian and uh, Muslim are making moves against our religious, you know, against our LGBT uh Q plus communities here in Canada and the United States. Um, thoughts and energies for the brave girls and women of Iran who are fighting for freedom from religious oppression from the government and freedom from the murderous violence of the so-called morality police. Uh, the morality police have uh, recently, uh, you know, I read they recently um, brought a new dictate that 
that not wearing the hijab, not wanting to wear the hijab is a mental illness. And, uh, and, uh, and that they, you know, um, these women who do this will, uh, be punished and, uh, and it'll be tre- treated as though they're mentally ill and they will have to pay expensive fees for their mental treatment. Um, so it's no freedom there. Uh, thoughts and energies out to the universe today for the innocent people of Ukraine still being brutalized and terrorized by international war criminal Vladimir Putin's imperialist armies, as well as for those in uh, all those in other part, places in the world also suffering and struggling to live in wartime conditions in their homeland due to attack or invasion by hostile native countries, civil war or terrorist insurgency. We've got... Uh, you know, countries in South America, the Middle East, Southeast Asia, and uh, right across the continent of Africa. Thoughts and energies for the young girls and women at risk and suffering because they were denied abortion health care rights by the religious fanatics appointed by the previous corrupt and uh, seditionist president of the United States uh, to the Supreme Court. Uh, down there. Thoughts and energies for the victims and family of now rampant military gun violence in America and here in Canada. And you know, um, gosh, there was a woman killed in Toronto uh, two weekends ago, just minding her own business, standing in the street and um, uh, two, you know, gang member drug dealers shooting it out over who had the territory in front of the safe injection site. And down she goes. Uh, we we have we are starting to have a serious uh, problem here in Canada as well. That woman should be alive today. Um, thoughts and energies for the indigenous people of countries the world order over who have uh, who at some point in history were subjugated by another people and who continue to struggle with the aftermath of that constant conquest in the present day. Uh, thoughts and energies for the people struggling in bondage in the countries in the world that still practice slavery. Yes, slavery is still a thing in 2023, as appalling as that is. Thoughts and energies finally for our beautiful home, the planet Earth, that she may receive the help, new clean technologies, necessary worldwide low birth rates, and changes in policy across the planet to get her into a healthy state again. Now, of course, beyond intent and energy work in the metaphysical world, we must also be activists out in the physical world for the causes we hold dear. We must speak out in our communities, with our voices, with our actions, and with our votes. Before we move to the upcoming planetary activity, let's bring things back to basics. I love back to basics. Those who know, know. This is how this astrology stuff works. The planets are always out there doing their thing. You have a natal chart. It's a series of gifts and challenges presented to you at birth. What you choose to do with them is up to you. You have agency in your life. Your natal chart is your celestial blueprint. Through understanding it, you can create an operator's manual for yourself. So there's that, and then there's what's up now. That's where the planets are now and what they're doing. Then there's what's up now for you. And we discover that by superimposing the present uh, transits or the current transmits or placements of the zodiac um, in your on your natal chart. This is why I suggest you have your own natal chart in front of you when you listen to this podcast. Okay, now on to the astrology of July 17th to July 31st, the moon cycle. Important information for spellcasting for those magically inclined and for day-to-day living of all for all. The moon provides an emotion and experience template for us every 28 days. The moon is in its waxing phase. 
as we had a new moon this afternoon in the Eastern time zone. And uh, the waxing phase is, uh, the moon will be in its waxing phase for the duration of July. Um, the next full moon is in August. Um, the waxing phase is good for attracting and developing energy work and spells. The moon is going to transit from Cap- Cancer to Aquarius from July 17th to July 31st. So you want to look at your natal chart and see where those signs are Uh, See what planets you have in those signs, how the lunar transit cycle affects your chart can give you a pretty darn good indication as to which areas of life are going to be um, most highlighted for you over the next couple of weeks. Now let's check in on the inner planets. The sun is at 24 degrees Cancer today and it will move to 8 degrees Leo over the next 14 days, um, 15 days. The um, Mercury, counting today, uh, Mercury was at, is at 12 degrees Leo. It will move to 4 degrees Virgo. Uh, Venus is 28 degrees Leo. Now, it's going to go retrograde. And uh, then, so it'll actually move back to 26 degrees Leo, uh, re- Leo retrograde. And that retrograde is going to cause problems for some folks. The romantic past, the relationship past will come into the present. Things will, you know, things will get confused. Um Particularly the first two weeks of this retrograde, it's you want to be careful with making any moves in your love life, except in a couple of key positive windows, energy windows. Mars is at four degrees Virgo today, and it's going to move to 13 degrees Virgo uh, over the um, next couple of weeks. So again, look at your natal chart and see where Cancer, Leo, and Virgo are. And via house rulerships, you'll be able to see the areas of life that will be affected by the fast-tracking action of the inner planets for you. Now for the more constant energy of the middle and outer planets, as well as some of the other slow transiting elements of astrology. Jupiter is bringing us positive, expansive energy and has us believing in the positive at 11 degrees Taurus. Um, You know, uh, Jupiter and Venus rule Taurus brings abundance. So it should bring abundance to whichever area of your life uh, Taurus sits over in your chart. Uh, Saturn is bringing emotional balance, spiritual discipline, and structure to your life, and also delivering consequences to those who have them coming at six degrees Pisces retrograde now. Uranus is inspiring innovation and sparking liberation at 22 degrees Taurus. Neptune is taking us into our subconscious and our emotional past at 27 degrees Pisces retrograde. Pluto is clearing away faulty foundations and deconstructing old power dynamics and modes of being that no longer serve us at 29 degrees Capricorn retrograde. Chiron, the wounded healing, is facilitating healing, transcendence, and well-being at 19 degrees Aries. Black Moon Lilith is stirring energies of seduction, opening magical channels, and enabling empowerment at 21 degrees Leo. So it's really, you know, this Leo season and the Leo planets now present, they're also boosted by Lilith, and they are boosting Lilith. So um, powering up for, you know, for some folks. But you've got it in the ninth house. That's an interesting placement for me um, as I think about it. People, um, ninth or tenth house Leo, uh, um, Liliths and Leos. The moon is, the north node of the moon is at zero degrees Taurus and moving into, you know, it's uh, heading into uh, Aries and um, and the south node is at zero degrees Scorpio and moving into Libra. So the karmic axis is, axis is just inside um, uh, Aries and Libra as we speak uh, now. Uh, you want to take a look at your natal chart and see where these points are. Things are brewing there. Um, 
So let's put all this together and see what the astrological energy of the second half of July 2023 looks like. Monday, July 17th, as I mentioned earlier, a new moon in Cancer. So a new lunar cycle begins today. Tonight is the night to perform your water magic, uh, your water element magic rituals if you've not done so already. This is going to be a time where you can set new intent around old family situations and histories. The North Node, as I said, enters Aries over the course of the day. So look to apply action-oriented energy toward areas of life governed by Aries in your own natal chart. This is a magician archetype, you know, going to the tarot, um, Major Arcana, that can spark positive new beginnings. A Leo, uh, Mercury and Leo square Jupiter and Taurus may test the patience of some to start the week. You know, the more serenity challenged among us may want to be careful with their communications. Um... Tuesday, July 18th, energies get complicated as the moon moves into Leo at uh, 040 EDT. So big drama can be the result of the disharmony between the Leo moon and the Cancer sun. Make sure that you are taking extra care to cycle energy through you and not allowing it to build up, uh, you know, come to a bursting point, reactivity, self-sabotage, etc., 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 Conditions are right for that. Uh, then Thursday, July 20th, conditions become much more harmonious as the sun trines Neptune in Pisces and the moon moves into the Earth element sign of Virgo at 1.13 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Inspiration and positive productive energies um, favor progress in creative projects and in love relationships. Now, there's also a Mars and Virgo opposition. And it seems to be like there's the, you know, when we, every time we come to a good point, you know, uh, in the energy cycle, there's a but <laughs> as we're going through these, uh, these, uh, days. Mars and Virgo opposition to Saturn in Pisces can have some running into problems with authority figures or bureaucracies, uh, Thursday into Friday. Um, Friday, July 21st, the sun in Cancer opposition to Pluto and Capricorn can reveal hidden motivations in us or in others. Behind the scenes, goings on can be revealed. If this is, you know, applicable to you, be cool, don't react, process, and then act. So process and then act toward a solution. Um, but it could be a, it could be a, you know, a tricky day for some folks and also a disheartening day for some folks. Um, hard truths revealed, deceptions, etc. Saturday, July 22nd, sun enters Leo and Leo season 2023 begins. Now the Leo energy will be strong as Venus and Mercury are already in the sign. Plus we've got, of course, Lilith there. Uh, this can make for a dramatic start to the season. Venus going retrograde exasperates exacerbates uh, problem situations that already exist. This is probably not the best time to begin a relationship or make a large purchase. Let energy settle a bit. There will certainly be some entertaining ego-based uh, performances going on around you for the first couple of days in Leo season. Now, hopefully you do not engage in any yourself. Sunday, July 23rd at 1.55 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time, the moon transits into Libra, where it does form a harmonious relationship with the sun in Leo. However, <laughs> the Mercury in Leo square with Uranus and Taurus spoils the party Sunday um, with communication uh, problems. Be very careful with your words and energies and think twice before you hit send. Um, Tuesday, July 25th, 12.56 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Lunar and solar energies are amped up as the moon moves into Scorpio. 
Now, Leo and Scorpio are two signs that do not get along. Um, you know, it's one of the worst relationship combos in astrology. Uh, so with this, you know, uh, with all of this in place, expect tower moments where discord already exists. So again, now we go to another major arcana archetype, the tower. If you don't know what it is, look it up. You'll get the point. Um, you'll get the idea. Thursday, July 27th, Mercury and Leo is conjunct Venus and Leo, which boosts confidence in the self, boosts belief in our, you know, in our endeavors. So this could be a good day for beginnings, even though retrograde, uh, Venus is retrograde. The relationship the conjunction forms with the planets in your natal chart will be the difference maker, however. Um, Thursday evening at 8.24 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, the moon moves into Sagittarius, where it forms a very passionate and spontaneous fire element energy bond with the sun. Thursday and Friday should be hot date nights, romance nights, and sexuality nights. Just, you know, again, always, you know, um, be safe and lots of consent. Um... Friday, July 28th, Mercury enters Virgo where it joins Mars. So now we have a lot of practical Earth element energy and action um, vibes, which, you know, are available to be applied quite effectively to ongoing projects and any problem areas in life. Saturday, July 29th at 11.44 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, the moon moves into Capricorn and it really boosts the Earth uh, energy. And this is active cardinal Capricorn, so it can kind of jive with Leo Sun as well. It brings emotional grounding and helpful pragmatism to close out the month. And, you know, solutions to any problems you may have created for yourself during the more energy, you know, intense energy portals of the previous two weeks can be found now. Uh, Monday, July 31st, the last astrological event of July occurs at 11.58 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time when the moon moves into Aquarius. Most of us will be sleeping then, at least in this time zone. But if, you know, some will feel an itch, uh, a little itch for rebellion as we segue from July to August overnight. <clears throat> for those... Uh, uh, you know, for daily aspect reports, uh, follow me on Instagram at Duncan Delamontang. Uh, I also go to Threads now, um, and so I'm posting stuff there as well. Um, you'll find, you know, uh, um, an astrological post most days in my story section on my Instagram, and also, you know, I'm posting pretty regularly on Threads. Um, I also post on the astrology blog on my own website you can find a link for all my stuff on the bio on my instagram that's it for this week i want to thank you all for listening i wish you well i'll be back with another episode of the sky now sky now at the beginning of august until then be good to yourself and be good to others <laughs>